Okay, so for the next question, we got a couple of different questions that kind of all get lumped together in the same category. All of them are kind of related to what we wear yeah. at church. How should we dress? Is there, you know, there's this movement of some people are ultra casual, casual at their churches. Some churches basically require you to be in a three-piece suit. Um, head coverings, some churches yep. still utilize head coverings for the women, and there's a sect of people that are very, very behind that and think that women must always have their head covered. They message um, me. And then just... Overall, and then just overall modesty, you know, whether you're dressing casual or you're dressed to the nines to go to church, is there an issue of modesty within the church, both from the people who go and the people who teach? Yeah. Because I think that's a thing, And I think we brought up the point, too, that this, I guess this would include for the people that can't actually make it to church. This includes the people that are maybe they're either disabled or they can't. Or whatever else this would make. How do you go and present yourself? How do you have your worship with the Lord? You know, how do you do your church? Okay, yeah. so let's run through. Head coverings. Must a woman wear a head covering? Yes or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the biblical answer is yeah. no. <laughs> so for those that are curious, it's First uh, Corinthians chapter 11. And the whole section that, that is basically... Uh, around uh, probably begins actually uh, verse 2 so 1st Corinthians chapter 11 verse 2 through I believe 16 is that is the whole section on head coverings and that's where a lot of this this dilemma comes from yeah uh, and of course like anything context 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 is the key that is the key that because the key. a lot of times they're gonna pull one verse out and use that as their weapon in other words, contact uh, an audience. Yes, an audience. And exactly. It's very important. When was this written? Exactly. Who was it written to? Exactly. We don't. We don't just take it and apply it to our modern culture now. It is what was God's word right. when it was written to and them. And what's the and heart what of this understand? message? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so basically, I think the the verse in question is verse 6 for if a woman does not cover her head let her also have her hair cut off but if it is disgraceful for a woman to have her hair cut off or her head shaved let her cover her head so when you isolate that you go see head covering or cut your hair off because you're, <laughs> yeah, you're running wrong but it's like if you don't understand the whole context of this and then the culture the culture being yeah. hey in Corinth remember these are Gentiles mm-hmm. you know this is this is the Greek culture. You had right. women wanting to be warriors, so they would essentially be more manly. They mm-hmm. would chop their hair. I mean, me coming from the Marine Corps, I can think of a high tight, you know, high and tight or the yeah. the, the fade right. fade cut. And I've seen some women out there with that, and it's like if you see them from the back, you're like, okay, and then you, yeah. and you're like, whoa, this is a woman. Okay, so <laughs> it's yeah. disturbing. And so, uh, so that's kind of the culture in the context of what this is written in. And the whole point is if these women had this attitude and maybe they're they're new converts, they're newly saved, yeah. but this is now a stumbling block. So that's where the concept of, all right, let's cover their head, allow their hair to grow out. But you cannot enforce it because as you continue on, you miss the whole end of that section, verses 13 and through 16. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for a woman <laughs> to pray to God with her head uncovered? That's a question. Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a dishonor to him? So again, that dichotomy of man-woman, what are you looking like? 
but verse 15 but if a woman has long hair it is is it a glory to her for her hair is given to her for a covering that's verse 15 so that's your answer yeah we're talking about hair here <laughs> not a covering well and the other point in this too is if we want to just take single verses out and build our rule you know our rule book based off of these single verses pulled however we feel we want to pull them from Paul and Peter and others you can think of I mean think of half a dozen other verses that are talking about don't get caught up in fancy hairstyles Right. So or if clothing, we or... so if we are to keep our hair covered at all times, right. why would they be addressing being caught up yeah. with fancy hairstyles? Right. Wouldn't they just respond with, "Well, you keep your head covered because the rule is you keep your head covered," right? And again, if you feel convicted on that, maybe you really struggled with vanity and issues mm-hmm. with that in the past. And so for you, the thought of, "Hey, I put that on. My husband's cool with it." And it means I don't focus on it. I just leave it all be. And, and that's what you feel is best for you to do. Then, of course, do that. But to say that women must keep your head covered. I wasn't joking when I said I've literally been messaged. Does your husband know you're speaking to women about Scripture without your head covered? I've literally been asked and, that. And, and like Travis pointed out, I, I mean, context and audience is key. This this Greco-Roman culture at the time, this is, is a completely mm. different... This. This meant everything yep. to the Corinthians. I mean, they understood what Paul was saying here, and, and you have to understand just that whole idea in general before you take these these little verses out and just decide that we're going to make this so head coverings and differences within the be legalistic. Do women, Christian women, have to wear dresses all the time? No, absolutely not. Well, but that's a valid question. It is. It's a, a very good time, question. And anytime anybody and asks And the denominations are split on it. Yeah, well, because the thing is, is when we get these comments and emails, hey, talk about this. Like, sometimes the one word is not enough Ooh. to go on. Yeah. I um, think be- I would say Because the, the fact of the matter is, question. is like, we're trying to address this issue of how you dress. Sorry about the 20 million kids right <laughs> yeah, over. We're, we're trying to cover all of the possible ones right. that we can yeah. think no, of right now. Question. So whoever, you know, was asking that hopefully we're addressing what it is that you had a question about. But can I change my answer? I've and if we're not is done. I've really had Well, I was just gonna say if we don't address your 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 question specifically, just message us and let us know and we will do better. <laughs> yeah, and try and give us context with the questions. Because we're Sometimes here. we're, you know, because we tend to just be like, well, what do people want? But yeah, as far as the whole issue of should women only wear dresses or are they only allowed to wear dresses, um, there's a lot of people out there that really believe right. that women wearing pants is like sinful Yes. Behavior. And I think a lot of it, too, is they'll say, well, if a man wore a dress. But then we have to remember there are cultures still today where men don't wear pants with two legs. Yeah, not everybody's a Wrangler man. I would say it's preferable. I would say my answer would be it's preferable, preferable that women do wear dresses. But by no means is that saying that you should or that... And you I feel like to. your stance that on that sense. is very much... But that's I, just because I think girls look pretty. Well, that's what so I'm that's saying. not a biblical answer. No, that's no, that's no and that's why I said... That's, preference. that's why I said, and that's, well, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. I think your personal. answer is that you want women to be feminine and look like women, 
and men to be masculine look like men is what that comes because culturally right we think in our culture here I, think right and I, yeah i mean i don't i you're a woman that does not wear Do dresses we need to all the time stipulate the difference between a dress and a skirt yes 100 percent 100 percent like even if you say well women should wear dresses because it's more feminine maybe we also need to talk about okay but what's the length of your dress so let's go to both extremes Does that matter we're not talking about southern baptist here where you're wearing them down to your ankles and that's not what we're talking about either but we're also not talking about um i don't i don't know a good catchy I phrase underwear for that one, but underwear level yeah like, i don't think i should see your knee I agree. Really, you believe? I, think you I would say I, I get that. I I would say I don't really wear. Knee. So I used to be like super into like every once in a while I have had these cute little like dresses and stuff. And when I'm pregnant, I live in in dresses. Yeah. Anything that doesn't like feel tight on me, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm all about that. But I don't, as a rule anymore. I pretty much am in like comfy pants. The yeah. occasional pair of jeans, mostly because I have issues with how they look on my body. I feel mm. lumpy. <laughs> I feel like, I, or like, or I'll be like, they're going to think I'm six months pregnant yeah. wearing this thing. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and then the other thing is to me, all of us girls relate. It can be hard <laughs> to find things that are flattering right. for if you're super chesty, which or, is a struggle. Yeah. Or maybe flattering might not be the right word. Keep them covered. Yes. Modest. Yeah. I have most of the dresses I have found that have great a great cut for like to be flowy and not make me feel like it's super tight. They've got these deep plunging V's. Yeah. Or it, and I I just am not comfortable in it. If I don't you know want to get legalistic about ever. covering something, cover yeah. those. And <laughs> okay. being really get like get strong on that. But I don't know. He's Travis has never expressed really a preference for anything. Whether how See, I wear or my hair. but I think this is hair. an important difference, too. Yeah. Brandon has, for all of our, like, 20-year relationship, <laughs> expressed yeah. his preference don't in don't cut my hair <laughs> and, and wear, wear dresses. dresses. Yeah. And I, you know, I've told you guys this, but. And I, let me say, guys, she doesn't wear dresses. Yeah. I, I don't. Not, and I don't mean that in a way like I think that that's something that like raw. I'm just saying like I wish you would wear dresses. I've always been a jeans and t-shirt. I get now. it. Yeah. He has always said, will you wear more dresses? And I've had some from time to time. Again, I've never really found anything that I was very comfortable with. But I've also yeah. never like sought out something to be that yeah. mix. And I, you know, I love my minimalism and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy three dresses. That's my daily what I wear. Just three, rotate them through. The, my girls love wearing dresses, so we did the same for them. We have found theirs. I am having a hard time finding something for me, but I was like, we'll just do that. I do like with dress. you feel more put together. You look you like do. you put effort into it, and there's comfy. It's easier. You know what I mean? But so I like, get I that there's to. a bunch of factors like you were just talking about. It's yeah. hard to find something that you're comfortable in. If you feel a certain way about yourself, it's hard. I get all yeah. that, and I understand a dress could make a that could be a stumbling block for a woman that's not i mean it's not yeah. fair if you're super self-conscious yeah. there's some there's some aspect over it where it's like okay well you need to let some of that go but then there's some there's some unfairness there where you don't want to provoke that in a person and, and become yeah. kind of mean with it so that's where i'm like understanding with it like okay if you don't feel like i get it but well and what's funny to me is when we talk about I clothing 
And we have to remember how clothing has changed over time where I was just literally, I had this, here's my train of thought, just so people can understand how I go down these rabbit holes. I'm sitting here thinking about like the dresses back in like late 1800s and stuff like that and about how women would ride side saddle because they were in dresses and it was considered inappropriate for women to ride straddling a horse and I kind of had this brief flash of thought I don't know why but I was like I totally would have been one of those women that wore pants (laughs) but then then it linked to the other thought where I'm like and they would have been scandalized because at that time women wearing pants was considered just revealing way too much why would you show that much of your figure if they came and saw Heidi and I sitting here today they would be absolutely like they look but and I do I do understand it so here I was at first like being like oh my gosh I would have been totally one of those women but now I'm thinking about it and I'm like you know maybe they had a point are pants really (laughs) even that modest not that I'm not gonna wear I'm gonna keep wearing my jeans and my but you do notice more in pants than you do in a again a modest dress we're not talking about skin tight you know short dress but in a modest dress that goes maybe below the knee that I could see how that would have been enticing fitting not so I think there's some categories that have to be understood. So one of the things that Paul Washer brings up, and I love how he describes it, is the difference between uh, beauty and sensuality. Right. Yeah. And he, he distinguishes the point. A woman can walk in very conservative, very well put together, nothing, you know, not showing her figure and stuff, but just looks clean and kempt. And that can be a, a form of beauty, mm-hmm. as opposed to a woman who comes in showing flesh enticing right. men now that's sensuality or even right. just super skin tight stuff it, you correct. can be covering all of your skin right. but be right. letting it all yeah. hang out so to speak I mean, victoria exactly. no longer so, has a secret so <laughs> exactly <laughs> no more so secrets. so focus on the beauty and i think the, the aspect is does your face reflect christ mm-hmm. are they looking at your face and the modesty there or are they looking at your figure so things to consider and that goes for men too oh yeah this Um, is not one-sided so but just on the thing addresses and then at the same time what i think we fail as a culture today to distinguish what's good about masculine and feminine Mm -hmm. right we should be separate and be identified as separate absolutely and so that might be like where you're going back to uh, you know, women wearing pants because they're riding a horse or something. Okay, yeah, that was scandalous back then because dresses were, that was the feminine, like, that's what a woman wore. Yeah, that was back mm-hmm. in the day where showing your ankle was like. I mean, and they, and they worked in the field with, with dresses. And yeah, they did everything. I don't get it. And men wore, yeah. I totally suits, get it though because so. you're sweating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Full suits doing everything. Like really we laugh because we, we've been watching yeah. like Green Acres. And he's out there and he's like, he just takes his jacket off. He's got his vest and his tie and his slacks and he's out there like, but that's like what people did. Yeah. yeah. But you never, so did you, do you have a preference? Like, I don't think I've ever, I've asked you if what I'm wearing feels acceptable, like as far as modesty. But you have a but like, preference. You've actually so, literally never been like, I wish you would Well, no, if I, if I could say like, if we were to dress up for an event... No, I, I just mean I would day. prefer you to be in a dress. I think that... Well, when have I ever gone to an event with you and not been in a dress? Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> no, that's, that's why... But, yeah. but, so do you no, care like about every, like every day? Just like what, like what would you... 
Or are you okay. just excited the, when I brush my hair? The, and... I think we're. I think <laughs> we're. I think we're scared to. Real struggle I, for I me. think we're scared to say that. Like scared to say things yeah. because we think that it's, no, it's not I a am, list of rules. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's like if what's something that attract, like what's no, something that attracts you that you would enjoy. And I don't know why I'm asking on a public forum, but like I actually, I don't think I think Heidi doesn't do it because she knows I just won't leave her alone if she's in a dress. Because I just, I think that's probably why all these years. No, but so, but do you have like a preference or are you She's just kind of like, like whatever yeah no i mean I, it is i can definitely appreciate the effort that goes into wearing a dress and i do think it is unique and it is great to see uh that's a way to put it <laughs> Amen, yes, brother. now we're on a three dress now we're on the same page. <laughs> but at the same time i understand like it. when was the last time i bought you a dress right thank you so right. i can't have a false expectation hey. being like Hey, this one dress from 10 years ago, why so, have you put it on today? So, so what you're trying to say in a very tactful way is that, yes, you would absolutely prefer me in dresses more frequently. Which I would then have to go help you get. Or, you, well, you would go get. So, you know what I'm saying? So, but like, hold on. This I think this nice comes dress. to a biblical man. Yeah. I, I honestly do, and I think that's where this comes from. It's because just from a biblical man and viewing it like that, uh-huh. like, yeah, I only get one set of these and I'm pointing to the top <laughs> and I only get one. You know what I mean? But you're, it, it says we are to enjoy, to have, to go read the whole book of songs and, and tell me that that's not supposed to be. I'm sorry, folks. I don't see that. That's a, that's not Israel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about well, Israel. But at the same time, you respect that you know I am a jeans and t-shirt guy. Sure, I don't. Jeans yeah. and t-shirts are still going to be for, something that I love. But I think I a biblical love. man. I think of course so I you, you enjoy your wife. I mean, yeah. a guy and a girl in a dress looks pretty across right. the board. Across yeah. the board. Yeah. And it's not something that you have to, you know, it, it does take a little bit of effort. I mean, it's not like you have to get glammed up. That's why I told Heidi the other day, right? She's in the bathroom, curling yes. her hair the other th- and, and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, so the short answer to the question biblically <laughs> yeah, is no, <laughs> you're not required to wear a dress. All the time, yeah. yeah. Although I think Heidi and I would both make arguments that if your husband has a preference, putting a little effort in that area. Which apparently both of ours do. <laughs> but your husband should never you know pressure you. You know what's hilarious to me is I feel like in the last couple of videos we've done, I've it tr- I've explained how he talks. I'm like, he would never say it like this. And I'm always explaining how he's so tactful. And, and you just proved is. my, this yes. is your example, yes. folks. He really, really is like that. I'm yes. not just making yes. it up. He's I just, just feel awesome. like a kid asking for an ice cream cone with it. I think it's unfair to, okay, I think it's unfair to pressure you. Because he's apparently very like <laughs> on this <sighs> topic. Well, we okay, so so about what it. about the what about for church as far as level of is it just whatever the the dress code is for whatever typical typical Sunday is at your church? What if you stay at home? Does it matter? Like what does that matter? Like it's because there are people in some southern churches that are very like you are not saved if you yeah. are wearing casual clothes to church and then there's the other end of the spectrum in southern california we're where we're growing up with <laughs> jeans and flip-flops and t-shirts but that was what they wore there so it's not like yeah. it was 
disrespectful or out of the norm. So, but does any of that have any real bearing? First of all, let's clear this up. Does any of that have any bearing on salvation? No. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Saved by faith. Absolutely. So now that we have the biblical answer, the biblical answer is... No, it doesn't matter, but definitely keep in mind that the Bible talks about being respectful to your leadership and your congregation. So, you know, you want to dress according to where you're going and not just kind of being obnoxious, I think, on either end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, now, let's get down to personal preference. Well, and I do want to note, too, we were just reading in James. I was trying to pull it up because I couldn't remember the exact Chapter verse. Two. Thank you. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to. But Oh, he has it. Oh, well, Travis, you do this because you're going to say what I was thinking. <laughs> but the, the, you're talking about the personal favoritism. Yes. So James chapter 2 begins, My brethren, do not hold your faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ with an attitude of personal favoritism. For if a man comes into your assembly with a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and there also comes in a poor man in dirty clothes, and you pay special attention to the one who is wearing the fine clothes and say, You sit here in a good place. And you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down by my footstool. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil motives? Listen, my beloved brethren, did not God choose the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he promised to those who love him? But if you have dishonored the poor man, is it not the rich who oppress you and personally drag you into court? <laughs> Do they not blaspheme the fair name by which you have been called? Exactly. I yeah. The, um, well, and I think the, we have this culture as a whole where you but wear I Sunday best a, and anything. A less poor than man that's dirty that comes in. So I think that answers the question there. If you, uh, yeah, don't show any favoritism there. But I think that's where it says that if you have, you know, just whatever you have is is fine. Because well, a rich, I think your point here being a rich man isn't going to come in dressed like a poor dirty. Correct. Man. But a poor, dirty man can't come in and dress like a rich man because he doesn't have that. So right. you're saying, give it your best, whatever God has allotted to you. And at the same time, I think James is also saying there too, though, is we're not meant to be looking around going, hey, you, you know, this guy's in this, this guy's in this. But at the same time, you know, I think this just goes to the individual believer. This is individual believer. But I, I believe that we always want to just give Christ give God our best in every situation so but then it like I said it just goes to the person so whatever, for you it's, personal preference it's for you it's walking into God's house right to it to you the most respectful thing aside from having your head on and your heart sure. right and everything is put a little effort I likened going it to, to this stand in God's house so be respectful I likened it to this even though it's not, I mean this is a bad example <laughs> but for every morning like for me I can get dressed up in jeans and a you know button-up shirt and just look normal right or I can just wear sweats and a you know sweater and just whatever I understand that it's it's I have better and I can do better it in sometimes some days I don't feel like it and I just do wear sweats and I don't get out of my my sweatshirt so I think you know if honestly like we were speaking about the home you know people that stay at home or anything so it depends if you wake up you've had a hard day don't feel like you need to to dress up to go to go do this mm -hmm. but i would you know we're giving god our best in in, in every situation so that's got to be our goal and that you know that so i think that's yeah that's where i was trying to well and i think the other it. point too that but was... i mean yeah i mean i chose to 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 dress nicer that day because i know that's just a better 
I do it just to feel better, okay? I'm putting on real clothes. So if I'm doing it just to feel better, then I can most certainly do it. Well, and I think that point, too, that we've kind of discussed is if you are a believer in Christ, then you are a representative mm -hmm. of Christ. So if you are an executive at a Fortune 500 company and you're going before the board for this big meeting, you're not going to roll in reeking like booze wearing nasty old sweats and some mm -hmm. wrinkly t-shirt right you just you would not do that like that thought wouldn't even cross your mind of like right. eh, maybe i'll do that today because i don't feel very well or yeah i don't care or, or well, i don't know whatever your reasoning may be it's cold i don't want to get dressed in my right. suit yeah, like, or whatever you just wouldn't even fathom doing that because the repercussions to showing up before the board like just blow your mind there's no way you would not risk your Career, your paycheck, your. Or if you got had a chance to go to dinner at the White House. Yeah, like, like you, you wouldn't, wouldn't show yeah. up. You would make a, sure you know, that you had everything. Everything. So why can we so clearly understand that application? But yet, when we are going out, and this and this doesn't just mean walking into a building with a church sign out in front of it on Sunday, right? This is across the board. As you are a representative for Christ here in this world with other believers, with your own family, with unbeliever, whatever the case may be, you have to think of those things. And I think that's why we see so often modesty and dress and stuff like that mm -hmm. is spoken about because if we're sitting here doing this, but then you run into me in the store and I'm in a mini skirt and a little thing and whatever, you're gonna be like, whoa, that is not the image you were portraying to me, right? Like it would be right. completely like, oh, wow. Well, guys, I we guess. don't wanna go backwards here to the first century church and just end up sitting and making arguments about what yeah. we're wearing and going back to the things that we just read. So yeah. this is what we, we have to understand. The, the... I think, Travis, you should share your thoughts on how you dress for church because I think that was a good one how you normally dress and how you dress for church well and I think that so it, it actually the foundation of it is how are you preparing for those that do attend a church out where you're going into public and everybody's essentially dressing up for this occasion um, how is your heart preparing in this because I can see the the, the mindset mm -hmm. there where it may be easier for you to prepare when you realize you got to have a suit and all this stuff and everybody's wearing the same thing however like my wife and I attend a church where we, you know, if I showed up in a suit, I would be looking like the rich man. Yeah. It right. Would be, I would be standing out and it would not be appropriate, especially when I'm overdressed beyond the pastor. Like, okay, that's yeah. a little bit <laughs> much. Yeah, that's... Um, and what's your heart for that reason? Are you what? trying to draw it's attention funny. to funny. I always thought that was weird at Joshua Springs whenever I'd see some people in the front row with the, like in a suit. Dressed nicer than that. I always thought that was yeah. so weird because the pastor's not even in a suit. And yet, we, and yet there are times when we get uh, visitors from other congregations where they're fully dressed, but we understand, like, that's their heart. They... They're not doing it to stand out. Of course. That's yeah. that is what they come sure. from. Oh yeah. So I, I do think there should be a that dress is. kind of in the group of which your church is. Mm -hmm. If you are more conservative and it's business casual, everyone, well, I would suggest try and fit in that mold. Um, but at the same time, you know, if your business casual is a button-up shirt and jeans, because that's the mm -hmm. best you got, and you don't have a good pair of slacks, they shouldn't be over there saying you're you're going to hell now because you're not wearing slacks. Well, but like, so when we, I, I always joke that when you and I walk into church together, we don't match. Because, <laughs> but that's a good point, though. But you know, because that's a good point to bring and, up. and I 
for the record, I'm like kind of all over. Like most of the time I'm somewhere in the middle where I'm putting a little bit of effort in. I'm, you know, my right. hair's up. I typically throw some mascara on so I don't look like I'm asleep and, <laughs> you know, nice jeans <laughs> in a nice shirt, you know, where at home it's like, okay, well, I'm in my pajamas all day. So this is effort <laughs> for me. But then, you know, sometimes I try and look a little nicer and then sometimes sure. it's like everything I can do to get out the door of with course. a hoodie on. My husband without fail <laughs> is going to church with some kind of like khaki pants or dickies and a button up long sleeve shirt and tie sometimes tie sometimes really? not tie he wears a tie if he's going like straight after work or something basically what he wears to work is what he's wearing to church so he's and he's in like business type and people we definitely are part of a like they might wear polos or, like, button-up Hawaiian shirts or something, but they're not wearing, you know, he's definitely one of the better-dressed guys there routinely, so I always think it's hilarious, And but you, like, won't, you feel wrong walking into church in jeans and a t-shirt. I so just thought of a good input in this that I need to throw in here. Oh, that, no, I just yeah. thought of this. This is good okay. because of how I used to have to dress okay. and how I don't anymore. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, so obviously... We don't actively attend a church like you guys do, but let's just say that we did and that let's I say did I now. Invited you guys. Yes, let's say that okay. I went, right? I don't have any more slacks or any more nice but a church <laughs> anymore. True, right? When I, I stopped when I stopped doing the wedding coordinating, I got rid of that stuff too. Yeah. I was like when I was like, I'm done, I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, I you genuinely anymore. don't. I genuinely We'd be got, out like scraping to buy stuff. I would. I might have one that probably don't fit. And like yeah. maybe a couple other like like maybe one dresser. Okay, but so let's just for, for all the practical purposes, let's say I don't. But I know my best if I've got a really nice pair of jeans that's like really hard for you to tell the difference between whether it's a pair of slacks or whether it's a pair of jeans. They're right. black, they're nice, kinda dark. Yeah. And and a button up shirt. Yeah. That's what I have. And it's but it's an and it would be like a plaid, like kinda loud color one, you know, yeah. like a red and a blue or something. But. but again, the heart behind it, you aren't going what where's your heart when you're preparing, especially right. to go to church but to I was just, a Bible state to something? Are you right. dressing in a way because it draws attention to you? Right. And look at me. Look right, at but me. I don't have the clothes to yeah. dress like Travis does. Yeah. But what I have, I would wear a button-up shirt because that's sure. the nicest of what I have. I wouldn't go pick out one of my skate shirts yeah, anymore right. <laughs> <laughs> like I did in the past to wear to church. That's sure. just I, – I think that's – that's where I was getting with it. I think that's mm -hmm. what everybody is pretty much saying, that yeah. type of thing. Right? Just, just your heart and preparation. Right. I feel like I for you it's the military mindset that's and why you yeah. always, it is, he's it's, always got to have the belt. He's always got to have the shirt tucked in. He feels odd wearing regular shirts not tucked in. Sometimes. I never understood the dressing up for church until I've got, until recently. Yeah. Never ever. Now I respect it. Now I respect the people that stand up there and, and wear, wear a tie. and well, Unless, like you said, you're being loud and overdressed. To be but fair, we were all kind of like my grandpa conditioned differently because we went to church where we went to school. Heidi's mom was a teacher at the right. school. I lived we with lived Heidi half the time. Yeah. So we're getting there in the morning. 
Heidi and I would like run around this campus while it's empty, just doing just absurd, absurdly ridiculous, there funny for things. So because, long. Yeah. So we're you know, and we went where we went to school. The sanctuary was always open. Eventually, they had the cafe open. We would go. We would go into the like it was everything was just kind of always open. Lord forgive And then us it was, and then it was, everything. you know, Wednesday nights was Bears our down. night to go do yeah. our church. And we literally were not leaving. Oh yeah, we'd get there to at come back seven o'clock in the morning and be there until, until after eight, church nine at night. on Wednesday night. Yeah. And so I think you were a little desensitized mm. to there was no going home and changing per se. What you wore to school, and you were kind of over the whole institution anyway. And so it's like I think that's why, like we all just kind of were. It wouldn't have really occurred to you because that was like but the I remember, norm at the time, right? My, but my and grandma, then when you go Sunday, it's right. your, why would I dress different? Because it's still and you know it's funny when we moved out to the east coast and i went to this real like uppity church with my mom in virginia and walked in and i thought i was dressed nicely i really thought i was because my mom was like honey don't forget where you are now type of a thing and i walked in and it was one of those huge beautiful like stunning church and like you could hear the heads turn like yeah because i was in like nice jeans with heels and a really pretty sweater I was yeah. walking around with my two-year-old with a mohawk, so that didn't help either. But <laughs> yeah. you know, but it was like you could hear the heads turn. And then when Brandon got here, I'm like, "You're not even invited to church. Just stay home." <laughs> like, I can't even. You were wearing your red jersey. But again, where does that come from, though? And why are they suddenly saying, "Okay, this new person"? Yeah. Oh, why aren't they all fully dressed up? That's where then they're starting to do personal favoritism. Yeah. And one of the things that has to be addressed, because really, there's not a biblical model for this. Yeah. It doesn't say you have to dress up that really isn't there uh you come in a, with a heart of worship and you come in and worship god in spirit and truth that's what matters mm-hmm. and i think yes there there can be a little bit of a gray area where if you're just if sunday morning is every other day to you and you're literally rolling out of bed grabbing the first thing throwing it on okay maybe that's a preparation issue that's a heart issue yeah. right and can it be seen in what you wear Yes, and an example that I would give is as an usher, especially when we are serving communion the once a month mm-hmm. at our church, they tell us, you will not come in shorts or flip-flops. Like, be respectful. Mm-hmm. You are serving the elements, and this is something that is a, a time between everyone and the Lord. We don't want you to be a distraction from that. So all the ushers wear slacks and a button-up shirt. But half the other times, it's maybe a church logo sh- T-shirt and jeans. And honestly... When I'm on security, it's a lot harder to be security <laughs> with slacks and a button-up shirt. Oh, yeah. sure. So I will dress down for those specific purposes. Um, but again, it's it, it's a heart of the matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's also a tradition. Some of these churches that have all slacks and suits and stuff, they can't pull a verse out or something and be like, you must be this way. Yes. I, they can try, so but there's it's a tradition. and traditions, and right. that's fine. But to say that the Bible says you must, right. it's not this. in there. And as long as you were being modest, yes, there you go. And there's a reason why God left it open ended. And there's a reason why we don't have a list of dress. It's because there's many different. Well, because then we're Pharisees running around right. counting your tassels. Yeah. <laughs> and so this things. wasn't like an exact thing, and I know we need to wrap it up, but I do want to ask this one question. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that there is a different burden on how to dress for the pastor? Yes, I 100%. think so. 100%. But just, 
I mean, Scripture is incredibly clear that once you take a teaching position, so not right. even just the pastor, but anyone in a teaching position, your judgment and the measure that you are held to is completely different. I mean, once you take on anything like that in whatever role it may be, it's different. And so I don't see why I don't these see other why factors wouldn't right. magnify along with it. I don't see any reason why a pastor wouldn't wear a, like, suit and tie. Well, I'm not saying yeah, that I think but, that that's like I guess necessary, but honestly, like business. I. But then the flip side is, it's one thing to say, okay, so what if they're a little casual? So what if they're super dressed up? But what about these guys who are wearing skinny jeans and? Oh no! No! Oh, you no, know what I'm saying? Started. No, yeah. that's never okay. That's yeah. never okay. So, and this goes to you go because you go. they're also the example though, because then people are looking at how he's dressed and they look go, at oh, Bodie Bachman, more, look more at trendy. Paul Washer, look isn't at John Bodie MacArthur. Always in a, isn't he always in like a? Suit? suit. Always yeah. in a suit. A lot of, yeah. a lot of, a lot of those are because, so, and when you listen to them, you know, it, it's, so if you're, but that's, that's probably the, I'm sorry, that's, that's just the effect speakers. of what we're teaching in church, I think. Yeah. Is people think that they, they come to church to Hold just on. get Hi- comfortable. Heidi has something she's got to say. She's like real fired <laughs> up right now. Because I can see him giving the sermon that you watched and I, this is even what you were mad about and it's making me mad. V-neck shirt. Skinny jeans. Oh, good grief. I and know who you're talking about. And $300 sneakers. No. Oh, and he, he was talking about on, his kid getting the, the pulpit, same sneakers. From the pulpit, bragging about his shoes and his kids having them. So that is a problem because <laughs> this, this comes to what does the pastor represent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Upholding those standards, the one that's going to make the, the brother trip essentially yep. is going to be the pastor. Yeah. Right. That's why, like, our pastor... He has liberty to drink. He will not drink. Sure. He understands. He can't hold that to somebody else, but he realizes, A, that's a stumbling block for him, and B, he doesn't want to be in public drinking wine and somebody because who struggled with alcohol. Yeah. Sure. Now, oh, now it's the problem. This so, is the point that I just made up. And, yeah, so, so, <laughs> and that yeah, kind of goes back to the pastor should set the tone. Yes, completely. And Absolutely. so, like, when we have communion, our pastor is dressed up more so than other days. But when it's more of a casual, I hate to say it that way, but you know when it's basically jeans and a decent shirt that's you know not offensive, yeah. uh, that's the standard. Then that's kind of what he's in. But he's not also doing it to draw attention to himself. He shops at Goodwill. Yeah, there's a huge difference. Yeah, so, what I found so to, is what I'm going to be wearing. So to wrap it up, because I feel like one of the follow-up questions to all of this, we've talked a lot. Like we've had multiple podcasts where we have talked about modesty within the church so that's not what this question is as far as mm-hmm. dressing provocatively whether you're male mm-hmm. or female um, but what if you're in church your church and you see someone who is consistently dressing immodestly what is the best way do you guys think to approach that keeping in mind that they may or may not be doing this intentionally or know any better sure because we don't know. You don't know if, if it's somebody who's fairly new to your church. Might not have even thought about it. They, they might not have thought about it. They may have never stepped foot in a church before. Or maybe they're just feeling lost and they've walked in the door. Yep. Who knows what's going on. Do you address it the first time you see it? If you don't address it the first time you see it, what? how do you think the most well, loving way but firm way to go about this would be? I want to know why the pastor hasn't noticed it first. But second, because yeah. if there's something that that's modest that should make a brother slip, 
uh, 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 your your leader of your congregation be able should be right. able to notice that. But what if they don't? Like, well, does, what if do they don't? I think would yeah, you definitely. I I don't know if you go to that person, but I think in the congregation, I think you yeah. go to. This is my yeah. my opinion, and, and maybe you can change my mind on it because I'm just saying. I don't know answer. that I really have an opinion. I don't think I do either. So I think my quick answer for this would be go to yeah. the leader, your pastor, and elder of the church, and bring the issue to them. And they can speak on the issue. Um, I don't. I do have an opinion. No, I I agree with you, but I, I just I'm thinking through re- mine. Remember that all of my opinions are formulated from the thought of a woman and a woman who is married. So okay. first of all, if it's a woman, I probably if I'm just an average churchgoer and I'm not maybe I'm not plugged in or whatever, I would probably go to a female in leadership the pastor's wife or something like that and just say hey what do we do if it's a man i would go to my husband or if he's not there i do feel comfortable enough where i'm at where i would approach my pastor directly and say hey this is something i saw and i know him well and he would take care of it right away whether he had his wife go talk to somebody or yeah one so, of the ushers. So, so in the case that you're not comfortable going to your pastor go to a yeah. female elder and if you're not comfortable yeah. but still you're I, I still think that don't you agree that your first should be the leader it of the should church to go through, right yeah it should be i think to go through the leadership the leadership of the church. right because, Unless, and here's the other thing because if if the person is going to get offended by what is being said to them Hopefully, the church you belong to has a leadership that's like, well, if you're offended by God's word and by us mm-hmm. requesting that you not be a stumbling block, like, I'm sorry, we love you, we'd love to have you here, but if this offends you, maybe it's just not time for you to be here yet. And um, again, a leadership... And they are made to take the brunt of yes. that. I and, guess maybe I'm just trying to answer this question from this role. I would be like, okay, well, why didn't I notice that? Because, you know, yeah. I, I just keep going like, I well, would have noticed that something time, and I should have called Leadership should... If your congregation is so big that your pastor and the direct elders are not engaged with everyone, that's right. a totally different topic. You should be, right? You should you should yeah. be truly engaged one-on-one with all these different things. Maybe there's more to that story that you don't know. Right. Maybe you want to be like, oh, I don't think that's right. But you don't understand that there. Right. The leadership should be engaged with every single person within this congregation. Right. I guess maybe that's what I was thinking. Two too. more of yeah. a point of, and you need to understand. I'm not saying that we should just let things go right. and not deal with it, but there might be more here. This person might be totally new. You don't know what the back. You, you we don't know. That's so why I said kind of maybe back. take yeah. it to leadership too. I don't think I was yeah. thinking of that, but that's a good yeah. idea because maybe if there is a situation there, right, where. Um, you know, you would come up and you wouldn't feel comfortable. So, did you have anything to add? Or are you pretty? I no, think I, we're all, I'm just we're thinking, pretty well, much on the same yeah, page. I just was filtering it of, through the lens of a female. Yeah, I think you just gave another option for go somebody. Go through your spouse if you don't have, you know. Whereas or, the guys are probably more like, "Hey, dude, probably shouldn't wear that." Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> right. that's what I was going to say. Is I can think of a couple of ushers that would probably stop someone at the door, just be like, "Excuse me, you know that." Do you have something else you can wear? If not, maybe we can get you a sweater or something. Yeah, they probably give them a like, shirt. I give you my jacket, uh, but there does have to be an attitude of worship. And so, but the, again, it's context too. If, if they literally just grabbed this person off the street, or they were walking through, and hey, join us for service. Yeah. Well, that's what you got. Like we'll sit you in the back, not because we don't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
but we can I sit you be, wherever. Yeah. But just realize, like, you're going to draw attention. We want to keep the service as a as a worship to our Lord. So we respectfully ask. So I think there's a loving way to do it, and it can be a one on one. But like, what, it's I think not what a you stand before was, the church and be like, person yes, on row exactly. three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad. No, <laughs> it's how can we keep the service as as worship to our Lord and as least distractive as possible. You know, but I think in a, a really important thing, and you said there too, we have created this culture across the board for so long that if you are, it's not even that we say it or do anything necessarily, but it's just been ingrained in our media and everything. If you are not dressed to a certain level, you're not in Sunday best, then you kind of don't fit. Right. So the fact that we've let that go on for so long, how many times has there been someone, let's think of the homeless man on the street that smells disgusting, is stained up, has got booze dripping, whatever, that hears the church congregation meeting and maybe feels that, oh, I'd love to go in there. And then the, I, I can't go in there. You know what I mean? Like how I, often I, I have think, we well, I, I touched a little bit on it earlier, I think. I mean, on that type of way. Um, actually, I just lost it, so. <laughs> I'll think of no, it. No, but I just think that that's an interesting thing to note, you know, that we have for so, we, we really have created that, you know, Sunday best thing, mm. which I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with wearing your Sunday best, but I think we just need to... Oh, Not that you want to encourage people to roll into church looking like bombs, yeah. you know, but like, but can to, you brush your hair at least? Yeah, you know, and but, you know what? I honestly think it would be a great idea for, for churches to have like, maybe just get like, I know they're t-shirts, but get like some t-shirts with something printed up or just plain colored. Yeah, that's what we used to in do in multiple the sizes yeah. or whatever. So that if you do have to approach someone, I know this is like wishful thinking in a perfect world, but if you do have to approach someone, just say, Hey, you know, I don't want you to feel out of place in there. Maybe you're showing a little bit of cleavage, or maybe mm. your, you know, shirt is totally inappropriate and has offensive language. It's like where on Travis it. said, that's on the elders. Yeah, I yeah, think they should catch that know, at the door. We can get you a shirt. You know, if that would make that would be, I think, would be a really cool sure. idea. Be kind but, about it. Yeah. But also, uh, this is what I was thinking earlier that I touched on a little bit. But if we are treat, like, what are we teaching in church that you come to church that you think you can be that comfortable? You should go to church and want to dress your best because of yeah. the, you, you, you know, we, we hear so many times that you, you, you don't go to church to, to feel all good and gooey and, yeah. and great inside. No. You're I want to be convicted. I want to be, I want to, I want I'm like Paul Washer. I want to go to church and feel, I want to repent and I want to yeah, feel like yeah. I'm a sinner and, and, yeah, and, I and I am and I want to, you know, all of this. So I feel like if that's just like. Sweetie, you wouldn't be wearing that to church if you really understood this. You know, so that that's that's kind of what I'm... I'm not talking about people off the street. And we have to leave this open for people that don't know. And, and, sure. and we all have been. But I think for the most part, the, a lot you, of times this isn't people that are coming out of the street. If you're a regular churchgoer that feels comfortable wearing a mini skirt and a low cut And something. I just like, you don't understand really what it is we do yeah. here, do you? <laughs> because... All right, so I think we kind of covered yeah, all of the possible I think. interpretations of... I think so. Unless there's something really cool out there that we don't Because literally know my words were head coverings, dress, modesty. I think we Those were the individual words that I had. So, yeah, I think so. Um, 
Head's covering, yeah. dress modesty. And keep Got your it. goods away. <laughs> Let Victoria keep her secrets. Let her Thank you. Well, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. We'll see yeah, you all next time. Fun.